0: 6, 5, 4, three, two, one. Many people, including many religious people, think that faith and reason contradict one another. But the Catholic Church has always taught that just the opposite is true, that in fact there's a profound harmony between faith and reason, and that includes between faith and science as well. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. so if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have any ideas for future episodes that you'd like us to discuss, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I am joined in studio once again as, not always, but often lately, Renee Kranz. Hi, Renee.
1: Hello, Chris.
0: Who are you, Renee? In case somebody's listening for the first time <laughs> ever, and they're wondering, ever. they somehow figured out who I am, but now they're it- wondering who
1: yeah, are. no kidding. You never say who you are anymore. That's
0: true. Anymore. I don't. Did you notice that?
1: Um, I don't uh, want to
0: give out my security code information, <laughs> so I don't talk
1: He's to... just this mysterious Dr. Bergwald. <laughs> mysterious Dr. Bergwald. Uh, I am Renee Crans. I am the Interim Communications Director for the Diocese and the Editor of the Bishops' Bulletin. Married to Ryan Kranz for 18 years. Uh, native of South Dakota. Grew up in the Watertown area.
0: What city were you born in? Watertown. Uh, what was your Shush. first pet's <laughs> name? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, hmm. Renee Renee used to have a habit of telling interesting details around about herself. And then she realized, I think I'm giving away all my security. <laughs> not really. Not really. Not really literally, but, literally. But, but, like... but I
1: might start if I'm right, not careful. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh,
0: she's uh, uh, I think I can, uh, this is serious. I, I thought about maybe, maybe I would tee up something for you. So if not serious, serious, like, here we go. Renee. Okay. Uh Favorite book, movie, or TV show?
1: Uh, my favorite book growing up and everything as a kid was always where the The Bible, where the the red fern grows was like my favorite book when I was a kid. Is the Bible your favorite book? Like for casual reading? I thought we were talking about regular reading. I'm kidding. Yes.
0: (laughs) Where the red fern grows. Okay. Uh,
1: Yeah. I always loved that book. Um, what was it?
0: Movie or TV or book? TV show.
1: Movie is a TV is a, is a movie probably no one's ever heard of. It's called, it's still breathing.
0: You are right. Yep. Nobody has ever heard yep. of this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Okay, it's a girl movie.
0: I'm gonna look it up For sure. on IMDb when we're done.
1: Yeah, you'll be like, "What?" Okay, <laughs> that,
0: that that segment was a bust. <laughs> Moving on to sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, um, <clears throat> you and I talked, and and what I told you I I, I wanted to do um, is discuss something that you would actually be interested in for one sonication like <laughs> all the other topics I have where never you're just been like, interested in so anything we've talked boring. about so far. why what am I in this? no uh, but but something that we talked about some ideas and I I, I did ask you as I often do but I wanted to make a particular point of of hey what, what would you be interested in this is actually one that I proposed that right. you were like yes yeah. let's do that yeah. so before we get into sort of the content, I'm curious why you, and this might help us actually get into the content. Why were you when I proposed this topic? Why were you a pretty quick yeah, let's do that?
1: Um, you know, I listen to um, Catholic Answers Live quite a bit, and um, I always love the episodes where they have uh, where they have atheists call in because yep. there's there's a lot of of this kind of conversation. It is faith versus reason and faith versus, versus science and so on. And, and I'm always kind of like sometimes yelling at the radio in my car. Cause I'm no, my car. like my I can't no. imagine that. Um, so yeah, it's something that kind of gets me riled up a little bit. And
0: just, what, what do you know why?
1: Because to me, it's so obvious that that faith and reason and faith and science like work together. And I don't, I'm, I just, it drives me crazy that, that these seemingly very smart people, and I'm sure they are, but for some reason can't see the two together. And I don't understand. I have a hard time understanding why that happens, but I guess they have, their hearts haven't been fully opened yet. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, uh, but well, I was actually the question I wrote down, but you just kind of answered. Well, well, you responded to it already. It was going to be, Why do you think that—I mean, in this case, atheists, yeah. but it's not always atheists. But why do you think they see a contradiction, but you just— Well,
1: I think our culture doesn't help <coughs> okay. because it kind of feeds into it. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of that kind of idea and thought out there that that uh, the Catholic Church doesn't believe in science and religion uh, is— I think what happens is—and I'm going to probably get way far ahead of ourselves— but I think what happens is sometimes there are some religious sects or whatever that uh, are very literal with the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so that can't possibly mesh with science. Right. So I think there's some confusion there about what the Catholic church teaches for real.
0: Yeah. And I, that's, that's actually, that is a great segue. (laughs) I think one of the first important distinctions, um, so, so many, so many discussions, Around Well, not just theology, frankly, anything, like where you're having a real conversation. Um, one reason why they don't really ever seem to go anywhere is because people are using terms. Mm-hmm. Every, we're having a conversation, um, but we might be using the same words, mm-hmm. but they mean sometimes slightly, sometimes significantly different things. Yep. Uh, and so so making distinctions is actually a really important part mm-hmm. of having a fruitful conversation, frankly, yep. even a fruitful argument.
1: Yeah. I've, I've actually started, started doing that. Like if someone, if I start to have a conversation, a, a an important one with someone, if there are some terms that I'm like, I'm not sure if we, we mean the same thing. I try to define, make both of us define that, which right. seems a little cumbersome, but it really isn't. No, it's, it it kind of, yeah. it, it really helps.
0: It really does help. So I think one, yeah, one concrete First way to step, do that is, yeah. what do you, what, so what you, when you say, what do you mean by that? Cause I, I, we're using the same word here, but I'm I'm wondering if maybe we're using it a little bit differently. Right. So yeah, it's a great point to to clarify. So the first distinction I think that was important to make is what do we mean by religion? Mm-hmm. Because there would be and, and religion in a broad sense. So so uh, the the theologian and me is is going to come up the the, okay. the the precision here. Okay. So I think a lot of people talk about like uh, there's the Catholic religion and the Methodist religion and the Jewish religion and the Baptist religion. Duh, duh. The Catholic perspective, what the what the, the Catholic Church, uh, w- how w- it, she would articulate the differences. Actually, Christianity is the religion. Right. Um, Judaism is a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, Islam is a religion et cetera. and then you have, you have uh, I think in a, a broader sense philosophies and ways of life sure so actually atheism could be considered a philosophy and a way of yeah. life uh, Atheists wouldn't call themselves religious but in fact in this broad but sense it is a religion they have a philosophy and a yeah. way of life yeah. so uh, because not every every um, so Buddhism would be considered religion but there's not necessarily a God that's worshipped right. right so some of those common things yeah. that people think well uh, to be religious means that you worship. Some divine being not actually not even even the traditional religions. That's actually not necessarily the case. So to make that and then within Christianity, of course, we would the way that the church speaks is um, there are different traditions. Right. And we've we've talked in a recent episode about how the Catholic Church understands herself by God's grace and gift to be the fullness of truth and means of salvation, the, the Church established by Jesus Christ. But she recognizes the many truths and means of salvation that are present in other Christian traditions. Right. So I get I get I get nitpicky when people talk about other churches. I'm like, well, the way that anyway. So in that sense, religion is there is there a contradiction between faith and, or between um, reason and religion, between faith and reason. Well, it depends which religion you're talking right. about. And then even some of their private might be. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even within Christianity, mm-hmm. the different traditions, there are definitely some Christian traditions that would sort of very proudly say, um, and not not the main ones, but but I've seen this. Um, proudly say that no, the the Bible is what defines me. We're against reason, science
1: uh, against yes. against
0: reason or science. Right. Um, Martin Luther and and Lutheranism is not one of these, but Luther um, uh, was prone to make really outlandish statements that I think. <laughs> He himself and certainly other Lutherans probably like, oh, like <laughs> face palm kind of thing. Um, Luther talked about the whore of reason at one point. Now he was attacking people who were too rationalistic in, sure. in their in their sure. Christianity. So I understand, but like that's a little too far, buddy. <laughs> um, so there are some Christians who who would sort of defiantly say, Yeah, I I I cling to my faith. Even if faith, even if reason or science contradicted, right? The cat. So I'm not here to speak on behalf of other religions Mm -hmm. or other Christians. Our conversation is, is so the, 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 the topic is faith and reason, but we're talking specifically about the Catholic Catholic. faith, Catholicism, the Catholic church and reason.
1: Right. I think that's uh, a good distinction, right? It's an important front. distinction, right? So,
0: so um, your passion, because I've been talking for, a, I just went on and on and on there, Renee. You didn't stop me. You, you always interrupt me at some point I do along not. the way. Um, not,
1: not on here. No, that's in a, real life, yes, real life.
0: So there is the, the as I said at the top, uh, the Catholic Church teaches there is no contradiction right. between faith and reason. Right. So. When you, you've known that for a long time, we've talked you, are a cradle Catholic as am I, you, unlike me, never really fell away from the faith. Have you always known that to be true or was there ever a time in your life where you just sort of, because it is kind of in the cultural air mm-hmm. that there's a c- contradiction between faith and reason, mm-hmm. Christianity and science. Um, were you always kind of aware that actually that's not what the how the Catholic church understands it, or did you have that sort of erroneous view and come to a correct understanding later?
1: I don't know if I really had an erroneous view. I probably just didn't pay that much attention sure. to it for a while. Um, I would say it was more uh, in my college years and so on when uh, you kind of come to realize that, okay, there there's <clears throat> things that other people are saying about your faith that now you have to reconcile. Right. So you maybe spend a little time doing that in whatever way, but I took a religion course in college, and you know, of course, you're learning about all these different things, and you start to see, kind of, in the book, they're talking about Catholicism in a way you're like,
0: "What's that's that?" That's not
1: exactly accurate, right? Right. <laughs> um, and that's when things start to you, you're like, "Okay, I need to understand more," and so that that was kind of the beginnings, and and much more happened uh, more towards when the new translation came out.
0: For of me, the, of the mass, of the mass, yeah,
1: and um, and when my younger brother—that was
0: almost ten years ago. Do you realize I'm, that? And it the seems it a lot 11. longer ago to yeah, me. But yeah. Th-
1: yeah, that was really kind of a big turning point for me as an adult, which is really weird. I, but um, and about that time or a little after that was when my my younger brother was thinking about leaving the church, and that was also a big kind of turning point. And and you start to look at some of these things, you start to listen to things like Catholic, Catholic Answers Live, and and it starts to help you understand why that the, that reason actually help you reason, you can reason your way into the church in a way, not fully, you still have to, you still have to let God work on your heart, but reason can actually bring you to God.
0: Right. Right. And that's happened throughout the centuries. I mean, there have been brilliant men and women who. Augustine. Uh, Or or not fully, not completely. His mom was a great, well, kind of him. His was a little bit more of, um, well, the the, the reason was definitely part of it. Uh, And he's one of the most brilliant saints, theologians in history. Um, I'm thinking more, uh, more, like more specific. Oh, um, oh boy. I lost his name. (laughs) There have definitely been a lot of brilliant people. Yes. He won a Nobel Prize for medicine. He was was a doctor and he actually had a conversion that was prompted by, he witnessed a miracle at Lourdes that was medically inexplicable. I don't know Oh shoot, I can't remember his name right now. You'll
1: think of it before we're done.
0: Hopefully. And then you'll just yell it out and And, it'll be awesome. (laughs) That'll be great, great radio (laughs) podcasting. (laughs) So yeah, definitely been, and that was- Part of my so I, I mentioned and longtime listeners know that um, I fell away from my faith and just didn't practice anything in college. And uh, when I came back, do you remember my my favorite question, Renee? What my favorite question is? So what? Uh, that's my second favorite question. Why? Yes. Yeah. You hear the so, you hear the "so what" from me more yes, often. Yes, I do. Uh, so what, right?
1: Um,
0: the, the why is my favorite question? And I, it wasn't a purely intellectual reversion to Catholicism, but it was heavily right. an intellectual conversion or reversion to Catholicism. Yeah.
1: and I think that happens for some people, <clears throat> and that's okay as long as you have get both parts involved yep. at some point.
0: Exactly. Right. Right. So for me, and then this is what what the church uh, would say. So. The faith, faith is necessary for sure as a gift from God and then a gift that we sort of exercise. So faith is sort of like um, an exercise bike. You're
1: going to make me not like, dude, yeah. I don't like to exercise. Please don't make me not like. Well,
0: well, I'm sorry. Don't quite things I okay, love Renee, with exercise. Faith is like a dumbbell. <laughs> okay. You like that better? No. Dumbbell? Let's
1: well, go with the stationary like bike.
0: No, it's not like. Okay okay no exercise actually no we'll go, okay' it's, it's still Easter. Uh, okay. I'm sure there's still a lot of candy at the Cran's house. Faith is like a cake. God gives it to you but you still have to put it in your mouth.
1: That, oh I like that yes yeah
0: I was the exercise <laughs> thing exercise was, is probably better you have to you have to do it right yes. He gives us this gift and then we have to use mm-hmm. the gift. We have to do it if you will um, so so faith is definitely necessary to fully embrace. Our faith, but at the same time, the role of reason—reason reason can clear away misunderstandings. So, right. yeah, the guy is on Catholic Answers Live, and frankly, the the apostle of Catholic Answers—they um, do a fantastic job of that, of helping people um, who oftentimes have misunderstandings. Right. Clear up the misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like between me and a fuller embrace of the Catholic faith, whether I'm Catholic or not. A, f- a full embrace of the, between there's all sorts of obstacles. Right. Some of them are maybe spiritual obstacles. Some of them are maybe emotional obstacles, mm-hmm. wounds of my past, whatever. Mm-hmm. But some of them are intellectual obstacles. Yes. and and what we uh, what our reason can do is clear clear away those op those intellectual obstacles that mm-hmm. are keeping me away from fully embracing my right. faith. You and I have talked before. I mean. Uh, so we, we can ask why the church tells us to ask why, mm-hmm. not, not in a whiny teenage way, but more of the three or four year old way. Like what, but why, why, right. why, why to ask that? Why incessantly, mm-hmm. like maybe when we were young, don't right. be afraid to ask. Now, maybe, maybe our priest is going to get tired just like our parents, but like, oh, for you again, uh, maybe Dr. Bergwald will, but, but, there, but there's always, but the Lord will never tire of right. us truly inquiring yeah and asking why.
1: And I think that's why for me, when the new translation happened, that that like sparked uh, okay, why are these things being changed? And so then that kind of m- helped me learn some things I didn't know yep. that yep. you know, that cleared away obstacles that cleared maybe I obstacles. didn't know were really there.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, if you're just tuning in, by the way, you're listening to Ignition. This is a broadcast of the New Evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Renee Kranz about the great, actually, compatibility, not contradiction, between faith, Catholic faith, and reason, including Catholic faith and science. So oftentimes, Renee, the way that people will, and, and because you might be listening to this, but you could also watch it on the on the, the intertubes. On, on the, the YouTubes. The, the, the YouTubes. Um, <laughs> the, the Venn diagram, Renee, um, I'll, I'll I'll hold this up for you to see. Okay, the Venn diagram. Okay, so you might, people may even watching, but you can get the idea. Two circles that overlap. One has F for okay. faith. The other R for reason. Okay. So, yeah. so there are things that we be, in our, in our lives. There are things that we know is true. Because our reason tells mm-hmm. us, so I know right now that you're wearing a gray jacket mm-hmm. because my senses tell me, my reason, so on. So I know that that's true. I know two plus two is four because mm-hmm. my reason tells me so. There are other things that, so reason alone, if you will, there are the things that are there are things that are that we know are true because God has revealed them right. to us. We know them by faith. We trust in right. Him and His revelation. Like, his revelation,
1: like the Trinity, like
0: God is Trinity. Okay. Right? So you can... We can't
1: reason our way to that We can't reason <laughs> our way to that. He had
0: to reveal... But there is the great overlap in the middle. Mm-hmm. So there are many truths that we can arrive at. We know they're true because God has revealed them, but you can also know by your reason alone. So for instance, the classic example of this is God's existence. Right. It's possible. I mean, Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, um, ancient like non-Christian, pre-Christian philosophers knew that there was an uncaused cause, the mm-hmm. first mover, etc. Uh, so we can know through reason that God exists, but then God has also revealed Himself to us. Right. So there are a lot of things in the overlap, and that's part of where the compatibility mm-hmm. is. But even the things that we know by faith alone don't require us to abandon. Reason, reason to right. embrace like the, the the idea that God is three persons in one nature does not say well you really have to it's irrational you have to sort of check your mind at the door right. to no no right. I, I would never know it by reason alone uh I, I couldn't I couldn't get some philosophical there, there's no philosophical argument that would get me there right um, I know it because God has revealed it, but it's, it's, it's supra rational. Okay. It, it's beyond my reason. It's not irrational. It's not in contradiction between my right. reason. Even the truths that we know by faith alone, like that, are, are they're all supra rational. They're not irrational. What that mean what that means is there's no rational argument against anything we believe as Right. right. There, there are, um, there are attempts to make rational arguments. That
1: sound rational. Right.
0: But but so we as Catholics can have confidence, and if you're not Catholic, you're listening to this, um, you too, frankly, can have confidence that what the church believes, there's no valid argument based on reason against anything that the Catholic church believes. Right. We don't require you, we don't require ourselves, again, to check our brains at the door mm-hmm. of the church, so to speak.
1: Right.
0: Our God wants us to love him with all of our being, including all of our mind. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. St. Paul wrote to the Romans, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. mind. Yeah. So the church has always been very interested in every aspect of human life and activity, including the intellectual.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you, well, when you think about like, the things we know by science, there's a lot of things in science that we actually don't know yet. Right. But that doesn't make them not real or right. Right. you know. Right. So it, to me it's that kind of same dichotomy is like you have the these things in in our faith that you can't reason your way to you probably can. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll know right. we'll we'll understand those things uh but here on this earth we can't.
0: Right, right, right. And so. and and so there's a similarity so um so between, especially between science and faith. Well, just think more broadly so so mo so much of what we learn growing up as kids mm-hmm. in elementary school, junior high middle school junior high high school college, we accept as true because we trust our teacher right like I, at this
1: point, they could tell us anything and we'd be like, okay,
0: right, well, but if you think <laughs> about it and, and it has to be that way right. like I do not have the capacity. To verify, right, with my own reason by my own investigation, each and every thing that I learned growing up, right, it's the it's the cumulative knowledge, and frankly, our teachers, like it's the same thing; they received it from mm-hmm. their teachers when they were in college, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and their ongoing for education. So the idea that I I the, even the things that are provable by reason alone. We, mo- most of them, most of us know that they're true, not because we've actually reasoned them all out, but because um, we trust the person who. Revealed. Them Did it to before. Us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've never seen Pluto. I can't see Pluto with my naked eye. But I trust that Pluto is it, there.
1: Someone says it's there. So
0: and, 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 and there's good reason <laughs> right. for that. They're trustworthy. The same thing is true. There are trustworthy reasons to accept what God has revealed to mm-hmm. us. And that's not I we're not gonna go too far down that road, but right. in both cases, we accept things as true because because somebody has revealed them revealed them to us. Right. So especially, I just want to spend a, a, the five minutes or so we have left um, talking about science in particular. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I, because again, there's so many uh, misperceptions. And, and well, to be honest, again, in some cases, there, there might be some uh, religious groups, there might be some Christian traditions that do hold positions that are contrary mm-hmm. to what we know, as a matter of fact, um, that science has explained or uncovered. Right. There are a lot of, as you said already. I mean, there are a lot of sometimes um, scientific theories and hypotheses that, in the end, aren't actually true. Right. Uh, they're so called we're not, hypotheses
1: for a reason. Exactly. They're, they're so working with them. <laughs> correct.
0: But there are certainly things that there's a high degree of right. confidence right. in in their uh, the the truth of mm-hmm. the theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hypothesis versus theory. I right. Mean, there's a high degree. So far, the the empirical testing investigation has verified this hypothesis as likely right. to be true. Um, so, so many people think that there's a contradiction between Christianity and science, or Catholicism and science, but again, speaking at least for Catholicism, again, there's none at all. In fact... Uh, so many scientists have been Christian mm-hmm. or even Catholic, oh, Catholic throughout the centuries. that mm-hmm. uh, made to,
1: huge discoveries right. or, or that right. seemingly might be against right. religion.
0: Which, But in seemingly, fact, yeah. they're, they're only apparently <laughs> right. so. They're, they're not actually so. Um, Louis Pasteur, you mm-hmm. know, the, pa- the pasteurization process. Mm-hmm. That's why our milk can
1: last. Stay in our fridge. Stay in the fridge. <laughs> Stay on the shelf
0: if you go to. Some places. Right. Uh, he was a faithful Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the uh, scientist who has the theory of uh, the Big Bang. The big, I can't so, remember his name, but we had it the in the... Yeah, we have it in the Bishops' A Belgian Bulletin.
0: priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregor Mendel was the inventor of the m- modern theory of genetics. Right. He was an Augustinian monk. Mm-hmm. Most, of the, most of the early astronomers were Jesuit priests. Right. Uh, right now, there is a Vatican... Uh, Observatory, like an astronomical right. observatory. In fact, um, just before we recorded, I saw they have a new website and podcast talking about the compatibility, the compatibility between science mm-hmm. and Catholicism. Mm-hmm. There's a Society of Catholic Scientists. Right. <laughs> uh, just we're uh, not
1: trying to prove all science wrong. <laughs> exactly, we, we
0: we embrace truth wherever we find right. it. We're sort of like the Borg that
1: and, way. Yeah. But we even assimilated. Yeah, even sometimes if that science seems to contradict something in the bible right you just you just keep working it and eventually i okay tell me if i'm wrong but I, the way i understand it I'm is i'm always
0: happy to tell you when you're wrong Renee. I, <laughs> you probably is, <laughs> are
1: is eventually um <laughs> it will like they'll they'll understand how those two meet together
0: right and and, and by working it by working it you mean like, like, we're going to solve The
1: problem. Like right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bill looked it up. <laughs> Alexis Carroll. Alexis Carroll. See? Thank you, William Seely, Esquire, or something, just to make it sound even better. We're boring him so much, he's
1: looking up stuff. Dr. Alexis Carroll was, Carol was the, the
0: Nobel laureate in medicine who saw this yeah. miracle and converted. Yeah. Uh, but but so. seriously,
1: yes. I mean, if- if if a uh, if a scientific theory seem, like evolution seems to contradict the bible yeah the bible you just, they just keep working it, working it, working and by, it. So by and working eventually it, I mean, come understanding. Together. Yes.
0: And we're not like trying to fiddle. No, what, we're no. away. No, because, so just to take that example, the Catholic church has always said that what Genesis tells us in the first chapters about the creation of the universe um, is it's true, right. but it's told in a way um, that it's conveying truth. It's not meant to be taken um, as what we would consider to be a literal right. sense. Right. So God created everything out of nothing. Um, that there's an order to the universe, to creation, that humanity, that man and woman created deliberately by God as the pinnacle of material creation. Mm -hmm. Those are the truths that we hold to. And if you look at the structure, um, uh, the, the first three days of creation sort of create the habitats, right? Uh, the sky, the sea, land, and so on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the star, space. Mm-hmm. The next three then, days one through three do that. Days four, five, and six fill those habitats. Right. The stars, creatures, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately humanity. And then on the seventh day, sort of the capstone, God rested. Right. So that's just a little, very brief thing. All sorts of resources out there. St. John Paul II wrote an encyclical on the compatibility between faith and reason. In fact, um, episodes 386 and 387 of Ignition, Ooh. Cameo Anders and I talked about uh, that that encyclical, Fides et Ratio Faith and Reason. Peter Kraft is a philosopher who's done a ton mm-hmm. on this. I mentioned the Society of Catholic Scho- uh, Scientists. So there's all sorts of resources out there, Catholic Answers, Catholic Answers mm-hmm. Live, great resources to help people understand there in fact is no contradiction between Catholicism and faith, or reason in general, science in particular, but they're very compatible. Thanks, Renee, for being here today. Yeah, you bet. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.